Good morning. Thank you to those who have served Memorial Day tomorrow. Welcome to Bubble Hispanic. Buenos dias. Bienvenidos. That's the best I got. Okay, good morning. We're so happy to be here together, all together today. We're going to sing and worship God. You can stand with us if you're able. I'm just going to say a really brief opening prayer in English because that's all I got. God, thank you so much for this beautiful day. I am so grateful for the opportunity to come together as one with our brothers and our sisters. God, it's such a joy and such a pleasure to be here. We just ask that in our gathering that you would be lifted up, that you would be glorified in everything that we do as we sing, as we hear from your word, as we pray. God, everything that we do today, be glorified and have your way in us today. Amen. Amen. I don't know. I just don't want it to be lost on you guys how great this is that it's Pentecost Sunday, right? And on Pentecost, it says that the believers, they stood up and they spoke in a language that they did not know. And they preached the gospel and they spoke of Jesus and they glorified God. And today you're invited to speak in a language that you do not know or sing rather to glorify God, to speak of Jesus and the truth of the gospel. So I invite you to join us today in commemoration. It's a little different, but in honor of the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was poured out and he brought all the nations together as one. Today we're going to be singing, as I said, in English and in Spanish. So I would encourage you, I picked songs that were relatively easy. You won't be able to sing all the parts but you're going to have the words, and there are some really easy parts that I would love it if you would at least try. I don't think anyone's going to judge you <laughs> on your pronunciation. You can be soft in your seat if you really want to, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to teach you a little bit of Spanish today. I'm probably not the best teacher, but the first song that we're singing is a song that we all know. It's an old song, Open the Eyes of My Heart. So in Spanish, we say, Abre mis ojos, o Cristo, open my eyes. Christ. It's really easy, so I want you to say it with me. Abre mis ojos, o Cristo. Again, abre mis ojos, o Cristo. And then it says, yo quiero verte. I want to see you. Yo quiero verte. It's really easy. Yo quiero verte. Okay? We're going to sing that together. That's the easiest part, so I will let you off the hook. The really, really actually easiest part is the bridge because it says, holy, 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 which in Spanish is, santo, 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 santo. Yo quiero verte. So we're going to sing that together. I hope you will give it a shot because it's super easy, even if you don't know Spanish. So we're going to sing that together today. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. 
Those of you who are here, cuán grande es Dios. It's really easy. I'm going to have us say it together again. Cuán grande es Dios. Cuán grande es Dios. We're going to say that a lot today. How great is our God. It's really easy. We say that cuán grande es Dios. Cántale. Cuán grande es Dios. Y todos lo verán. Cuán grande es Dios. I'm not expecting you guys to sing all the verses, but the chorus is pretty easy. We'll try it together. But we're going to sing English first.
Gracias. That was so wonderful. Nikki, I'm just impressed. Lady, at your ability to lead all of that in Spanish, I just marvel at that. You did such a beautiful job. Thank you, all of you, so very, very much. Um, before I hand it over to Pastor Sonia and to Isaac, who are going to, Pastor Sonia is going to preach, and her son Isaac is going to interpret for us today. Very much looking forward to that. Um, I do want to lead us in a brief time of prayer together as a congregation. Um, I just want to let you know of a special uh, a, a prayer request that's near and dear to my heart. Um, maybe some of you have seen this. It's kind of exploded all over Facebook and Nazarene world. Uh, from mine and Bo's district, uh, the North Arkansas district, there's been just an incredible tragedy that has happened. Um, you may have heard of the Cowboy Church. That's a, a big movement that's happening across the Church of the Nazarene. And there's um, a large Cowboy Church in El Paso, Arkansas. And then they had just planted another Cowboy Church in Bismarck, um, Arkansas. And that's been going on for a few years now. And the pastors at the Bismarck Church, I have their names in front of me so I didn't forget, are Chad and Rachel Fryer. They have three kids two girls and a son, and this past weekend, Chad and the three children were in a tragic accident that involved a train, and his two daughters were killed immediately, and Chad and his son are still um, in critical condition. Uh, his wife, Rachel, was not in the vehicle when it happened, and so um, it's just extreme sadness and heaviness, as you can imagine. And so I just felt uh, that it was important to share that with you all so that you could lift up the Fryer family in your prayers, because it's just another one of those things that you just, there's no words, right? There's, there's no words. It's just complete devastation as you think about the unimaginable happening. And so I just want to encourage all of you to lift up the Fryer family. Um, I also want to ask you to pray for one of our own on this district, um, Ben Alexander, who is the son-in-law of, of um, Peggy. Um, Peggy, and um, I just want to lift him up this morning because his father passed away suddenly last weekend. Um, Glenn and Peggy Given, sorry, I've got so many names going through my head and there's a blank somewhere. Glenn and Peggy Given's uh, son-in-law, Ben Alexander, were praying for uh, his father who passed away suddenly last weekend. And it's just a lot. There's a lot of heaviness, a lot of grief. Uh, we continue to pray for uh, Heather Peters and her family, her kids. Um, and so it's a lot of heaviness I bring before you this morning, but I do just want to encourage us to call out to the one who holds us when everything is falling apart. And he is faithful to bring us through um, even the most difficult and tragic times. And so um, we're just going to call upon him this morning. So would you pray with me? God, we just come to you this morning and um, in the midst of praise in the midst of worship, in the midst of just a beautiful combination of congregations here today. And God, in the midst of that, we, we process um, some heavy news and, and just burdens that, that we carry for people who we don't even personally know. But God, it's, it's family. They are in our, um, in our tribe, in our congregation, in our denomination, and so we just lift them up to you this morning. Our hearts are just heavy for those who are hurting, those who have lost loved ones uh, tragically and unexpectedly, God, and just all of the grief that is going to be experienced in the coming days, God, our hearts can't even begin to comprehend but God, we call out to you. We cry out to you this morning. God, we trust that you are going to draw near to these families and you are going to carry them through the difficult moments that they aren't going to be able to walk through alone. And God, we are just trusting that your peace would fill an incredible void in their hearts this morning. God, we are still praying for recovery and for healing 
for Chad and for his little boy. God, we just pray that you would be with them as they recover, that they would uh, be able to make it through, that you would be with Rachel as she is just beside herself. I can only imagine trying to grieve the loss of her two young daughters, but also to continue to fight for her husband and for her son. And so, God, we know that she is going to need your strength more than she ever has. And, God, we just call out to you. We, we cry out that you would draw near to her and give her strength. God, would you just continue to be with this family, the Friar family, in the coming days? God, would you surround them with just an incredible support system? God, I pray that Nazarenes from across that district and from across this country, uh, from even possibly across the globe, would just pour out their love and their support so that this family would know, God, just how seen they are, how loved and lifted up they are, and may they know that they are not alone, but God, that we see them and that you see them. God, we pray for Ben and his family this morning. God, we just pray that, that you would draw near to him. God, I just pray that you would give him a sense of, of your peace and, and comfort and strength as he walks through the next few days and weeks with his family as they grieve this loss. God, would you help him to to not just be a pastor in these moments, but may he be able to be the one that is held and prayed over and loved and cared for. God, may you send those around to pastor him during this difficult time. God, when he doesn't have the strength, when he doesn't have the words, may you send faithful ones to walk beside him. We pray that you would be with Glenn and with Peggy as they love on their grandkids and their daughter and their son-in-law as they just try to be there for them in the midst of such a tragic time. God, would you strengthen them? Would you just be with them, give them your peace and comfort as well? And God, we just continue to lift up Heather and Melanie and Kenny. We know that um, just... More big life moments are coming up this next weekend for Kenny and Taylor. And God, I know that's going to bring about a lot of, of pain. It's going to be a lot of joy and celebrating, but I know that they're going to hold closely just that fresh grief and pain. And so, God, I just trust that you will be in the midst of all of it, that they can acknowledge all the emotions and the feelings and just trust and know that you will help get them through when it gets difficult, when it feels difficult. God, I pray that you would continue to move throughout this service. We celebrate today the birth and the life of the church. God, we celebrate the fact that we don't walk this life alone, that we are given your Holy Spirit, that your Holy Spirit is in us and among us, and it moves us, God. It helps us to do all that you've called us to do, and today we celebrate. We celebrate your activity, and we bless and praise the name of the Holy Spirit who is here with us. And so as Pastor Sonia comes to preach the word. God, I pray that you would open up our eyes, open up our hearts to receive this word today. And God, it's, it's in the name of Jesus that we pray all of these things. Amen. Amen. Well, before I call Pastor Sonia and Isaac up, I'm going to ask Pete to come, and Pete's going to uh, represent Belva Hispanic and just share a little bit uh, with us this morning. Yeah, we wanted to take the opportunity to thank some uh, folks that have been a blessing to our church. Uh, Karen, before you walk out of here, can you come over? I see you getting up. Can you come up, Karen? And uh, Larry and Shelly Wankel. Now, I saw Shelly sitting back there. She left. Yeah, I know they both uh, uh, took off. So, Or they're downstairs doing kids' church, filling in for somebody else. So that tells you something about them. Come on up, Karen. We need to say thank you uh, for all that you do for us. Uh, she takes care of so many things for our church. 
She does uh, attendance. She does um, gets supplies for us. When we have problems, she solves them. When we need things, she bring, gets them for us. So we wanted to say thank you for that. So, um, uh, you know, the Belleville Iglesia de Simos Gracias. I knew I'd get that wrong. We say thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to describe a little bit what Larry and Shelley have done. You, you probably don't even know it. Um, they live in New Baden, and we've had uh, two outreach events in New Baden. And they were our sponsors to the community. We got the Civic Center. We could not have done that without them. And they spent lots of time uh, getting the building for us, uh, advertising, uh, financing uh, that for us. So we were really grateful for them. Uh, and I will tell that to them when I see them. But uh, thank you very much. Um, Dios les bendiga. En esta mañana quiero agradecer a la pastora Nicole por la invitación que ha hecho hacia mí para predicar y compartir la palabra de Dios con ustedes en esta mañana. Uh, good morning to you all. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank uh, Pastor Nicole for uh, allowing me to come here this morning and just uh, share the word of God with you. Uh, la pastora Nicole y yo hemos desarrollado una amistad uh, muy bonita. Uh, Pastor Nicole and I have... Uh, Build a friendship and a bond here, a very, a very beautiful bond together. Y ustedes son muy afortunados de tenerla como su pastor. And all of you are very fortunate to have her as, as your pastor. También quiero agradecer en esta mañana a mi hijo Isaac por ayudarme con la traducción. And I also want to thank my, my son Isaac for uh, today helping me with the translation. Y gracias. También a mi hijo Said que no está aquí pero él me ayudó a hacer los gráficos que ustedes van a ver esta mañana. And also to my son uh, Said, my other son, he's not here today, but he helped me with some graphics that you will see today uh, on the projector. Al, el pasaje que hoy vamos a, a ver se encuentra en Hechos capítulo 2, versículos del 1 al 12. Uh, the passage that we will read will be uh, from Acts 2, uh, verses 1 through 12. Y ustedes van a poder verlo en la pantalla y yo voy a agregar un versículo más que no está ahí. Voy a leerlo en francés por si acaso hay algunas personas aquí que no hablan que solo hablan francés. So just so then we all can understand. Uh, I will read it in French, just in case someone here knows French, so then you, you can understand. No, estoy bromeando. Voy a leerlo en español. Y ustedes van a seguirlo en el idioma que saben. Just kidding. I'm going to read it in the language that I understand, which is Spanish, and you just follow along in the language that you know in English if you want. Dice así la palabra de nuestro Dios. So the, the word goes. Cuando llegó el día del Pentecostés, estaban todos unánimes juntos y de repente vino del cielo un estruendo como de un viento recio que soplaba, el cual llenó toda la casa donde estaban sentados y se les aparecieron lenguas repartidas como de fuego, asentándose sobre cada uno de ellos y fueron todos llenos del Espíritu Santo y comenzaron a hablar en otras lenguas según el Espíritu les daba que hablasen. Moraban entonces en Jerusalén judíos, varones piadosos de todas las naciones bajo el cielo. Y hecho este estruendo, se juntó la multitud y estaban confusos porque cada uno les oía hablar en su propia lengua. Y estaban atónitos y maravillados diciendo, mirad, ¿no son todos aquellos galileos los que hablan? ¿Cómo pues les oímos nosotros hablar cada uno en nuestra lengua en la que hemos nacido? Partos, medos, elamitas y los que habitamos en Mesopotamia. En Judea, en Capadocia, en el Ponto y en Asia, en Frigia y Panfilia, en Egipto y en las regiones de África más allá de Sirene, y romanos aquí residentes, tanto judíos como prosélitos, cretenses y árabes, les oímos hablar en nuestras lenguas las maravillas de Dios. Y estaban todos atónitos y perplejos, diciéndose unos a otros, ¿qué quiere decir esto? Mas otros, burlándose, decían, están llenos de mosto. Oremos. Let's pray. Señor, que en esta mañana, Padre Santo, el milagro de la predicación vuelva a suceder. Señor, y que tu Santo Espíritu nos hable y nos hable a todos una vez más. 
en el nombre de Cristo Jesús. Amén. Como ustedes notaron ya, la narrativa de la venida, esta, lo que leí fue la narrativa de la venida del Espíritu Santo. Y en ella encontramos algunos elementos que nos pueden ayudar a, para entender mejor de qué se trata. Y por consiguiente, querer, desear ser llenos del Espíritu Santo. En primer lugar, nos habla de una condición necesaria para que el Espíritu Santo viniera. Sobre esas 120 personas que estaban ahí reunidas. Y esa condición era unidad. And that condition was unity. Ah, ahí tenemos una imagen por ahí. Que es, ah, voy a poner yo aquí la imagen. Sí. Unidad. El versículo 1 dice, cuando llegó el día del Pentecostés, estaban todos unánimes juntos. Esto lo dice en la versión del de rey Santiago. So, eh, as it says, you know, they were all unified, like in verse, uh, uh, verse one, it says, you know, that we read, you know, and in the King James Version, and when The day of Pentecost was fully come. Uh, they were all with one accord in one place. Esto es interesante. And this is interesting. Porque a veces pensamos que la unidad en la comunidad cristiana viene como resultado de la presencia de Dios en nuestra vida. Of course, as we know, uh, in the church and as Christians, that unity comes from uh, the, uh, basically the, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Spirit of God. Pero aquí vemos que ellos no solamente estaban juntos, sino que estaban unidos. Esto significa que sus esto no significa que sus pensamientos eran uniformes. A veces nos equivocamos al pensar que si alguien piensa diferente a nosotros, no está unido. Because sometimes we think that, you know, just because someone has a different opinion or maybe thinks a little bit differently, uh, has a different outlook, you know, that, you know, that doesn't mean that we're unified. Por ejemplo, vamos a decir, a mí me gusta la fiesta, me gustan las celebraciones, y a otro tal vez no. Like, for example, to give an example, you know, for me, I like parties. I like big parties. I like to celebrate. But for some people, maybe that's not their thing. Pero todavía podemos llegar a un acuerdo, ¿verdad? Guardando la unidad, como dice la Escritura. El versículo 2 dice que de repente vino del cielo un estruendo como de un viento recio que soplaba y llenó la casa. And of course, just like in verse 2, what it says, uh, You know, and suddenly there came a, a sound from, uh, from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all of the house where they were sitting. Algunos eruditos dicen que lo importante no es que se hubiera escuchado ese sonido. Now, some, uh, some uh, scholars, scholars uh, do say, yes, some scholars do say, you know, if, uh, it doesn't matter that, you know, that if it was actually heard or not, but that... Sino que el escritor lo hubiera mencionado, ¿verdad? Y, este, y es que el estruendo, uh, este estruendo nos debe recordar la presencia de Dios, por ejemplo, en el monte Sinaí. En Éxodo leemos que cuando vino la presencia de Dios, hubieron truenos, relámpagos, nubes espesas y sonidos de bocinas. Uh, as we see in, in Exodus, you know, there were those types of uh, strong winds, you know, thunder and lightning and all these noises that, that came uh, when the presence was there. Y ese estruendo o ese sonido del viento de alguna manera anuncia lo que está por venir. 
And of course, that strong wind and that that shows the presence of what is to come. Porque un viento recio derriba cosas y cambia de dirección algunas otras. Do do uh, do come to you know to move things, to change things, to uh, unveil things, you know. Así es que si tú estás escuchando el sonido del viento cerca de ti o en tu vida, pues significa que Dios está en control de lo que está por venir en tu vida. So, you know, if you do hear a strong wind or you feel a strong wind, you know, you should know that that is God coming into your lives to change something, to move something. Y la comunidad que el Señor Jesús dejó ahora va a tomar un nuevo rumbo, va a tomar un nuevo impulso. And of course, with this, this comes a new movement. A new impulse. Pero también uh, hay otra cosa que el, que el viento puede hacer, ¿no es cierto? Y es que el viento así fuerte tiene la capacidad de descubrir cosas que estaban escondidas. Y de ahora en adelante, la iglesia sabe que el Espíritu Santo está a cargo de la iglesia. Él la guarda. La guarda, la protege. The guards, guards it. Y todas las cosas que están escondidas salen a la luz. Todo está delante de los ojos de Dios. Everything is now in the presence of the Lord. A veces no tomamos en cuenta este aspecto. Sometimes we don't take uh, to aspect uh, this. Porque como dijo un escritor, la iglesia no es una organización, la iglesia es un organismo vivo. Like one writer said, uh, you know, the church is not an, an organization, but it is an organism, a living organism. Cuyo espíritu es el espíritu de Dios. Which the spirit is the spirit of God. Y un ejemplo de la labor que hace o el trabajo que hace el Espíritu Santo. Es descubrir el pecado. Is to unveil sin. Tenemos el ejemplo de Ananías y Zafira. Que ellos trataron de engañar a la iglesia. Know that they tried to, to trick the church. Y cuando fueron confrontados, la escritura dice que ellos trataron de engañar al Espíritu Santo. You know, the, it says, you know, they tried to, to, to trick the Holy Spirit. Ahora, no solo uh, las cosas negativas son descubiertas. Now, not only the, the, the bad things are, are what's, what is unveiled when, when a great one comes. También se descubre la majestad de Dios. Also, you know, el maravilloso amor de Dios. Of, of el misterio de la cruz. The, uh, the the Su misericordia para cada uno de nosotros. Y Él nos da entendimiento para poder saber lo que viene. And of course, he helps us understand what is to come. Y luego dice este pasaje que algo extraño ocurrió. And of course, it also shows, tells us, you know, that something strange, something different came. El versículo 3 dice que se les apareci aparecieron lenguas repartidas como de fuego, asentándose sobre cada uno de ellos. And like in verse 3, it also it says, and there appeared upon them woven tongues like as a as a fire and it sat upon each of them. Ahora aquí debemos detenernos un poco. Now here we should, you know, pause for a moment. Porque eso significa que la unción del Espíritu Santo es personal. Because as we can see that the anointing is something personal, something for us. Porque dice la escritura que vino y se posó sobre cada uno. Because like it says right there that it anointed each one of them. También tenemos que destacar el trabajo que hace el fuego. We also should notice or know what, you know, what the fire does. Que es la de purificar. Which is to purify. La mejor definición que yo conozco y que siempre cito es la definición del Dr. Dunning. Something that, that I always uh, read or, or at least like to quote is something that I read from uh, Dr. Dunning. 
Él dice que no debemos de pensar en la santidad solamente en términos psicológicos. He says that, you know, we shouldn't just think of sanctification as just, you know, something psychological. Es decir, uh, ser santo no significa que nos portamos bien. Meaning that, you know, just because we're sanctified does not mean that we start behaving good. No significa que somos muy educados. Doesn't mean that we're better and well educated. No significa que sabemos hablar bien. Doesn't mean that we know how to speak better. No significa que somos nice people. Doesn't mean that we're nice people. No significa que somos personas muy agradables. Doesn't mean that we're very uh, great, gracious people. El trabajo del Espíritu Santo es más profundo. The job and of the Holy Spirit is much further than that. Es más profundo que solo comportarnos bien. It's more deeper than just behaving well. El trabajo del Espíritu Santo es desarraigar, es quitar el problema de raíz. It's the job of the Holy Spirit is to take, to remove the root of the problem. Quitar nuestro deseo de ir en contra de Dios. Our desire to go against the Lord. Ahora bien, si tuviéramos que actualizar esta imagen en nuestros días para que nuestros jóvenes y nuestra generación entiendan mejor. Now, if we could reimagine what we read, uh, so maybe our younger generations can, can understand, you know, this story, uh, this is how it would go. Tal vez sería una imagen como esta. Maybe it would be an image uh, like this. Los 120 recibiendo señal. The, the 120 receiving some sort of signal. Recibiendo esa conexión íntima con Dios. That intimate connection with God. Para poder vivir. Para to be able, to, to, be able to, to live. Hablar y testificar de Dios. To live, to, to spread and, and to testify. Sin esa conexión, ellos estaban perdidos. Without that connection, they were lost. Como cuando tú y yo no tenemos acceso. Like when uh, uh, us, you know, we don't have any signal, when we don't have any bars. Pero cuando llegó el Espíritu Santo, ellos inmediatamente comenzaban a mandar textos. But of course, when, once they received that signal, once they had one of those bars, you know, they started texting, they started... Ellos em empezaron a hacer en vivos. They started to go live. Ellos comenzaron a proclamar, dice la Escritura, las maravillas de Dios. They began to proclaim the beauty of the Lord. En diferentes idiomas. In different languages. Y como resultado de eso. And in the result of that. Aquí estamos nosotros. Here we are. Pero como siempre pasa, hubieron personas que no les gustó lo que pasó. But of course, just like anything, when you, when you share something, you know, there are people who didn't like it. Y ellos comenzaron a dar una retroalimentación negativa. And of course, there was some sort of negative feedback. Ahora les llamamos haters. Nowadays, we probably call them haters. También debemos detenernos a pensar un poco aquí. And maybe we should also stay here and pause and reflect. Porque estamos hablando nada más y nada menos que del día de Pentecostés. Because the most important thing is that we right now are talking about the day of Pentecost. Donde el Espíritu de Dios vino con poder. Where the Holy Spirit came with the power. Y lo que deberíamos esperar es que todos creyeran. And you know, we expect that because it was that special day that everybody would have believed. Pero no fue así. But it wasn't like that. Qué duro es el corazón humano. How hard and, and stubborn is the human heart. Por eso necesitamos al Espíritu Santo. That is why we need the Holy Spirit. Continuando con nuestro relato en la manera que lo estamos llevando. We continue with our reimagining of the event that happened. Pedro vio desde su cuenta de Twitter que todo, todo este odio que estaban enviando. Oh, yeah. You know, Peter began to receive tweets about, you know, receive the tweets of, you know, about the, the feedback that, that uh, people were saying that, that he was getting. Algunos estaban diciendo, ellos están locos. Some people were saying, you know, these people are crazy. Otros estaban diciendo, están borrachos. Yeah, some people were saying, well, they must be on something. Algunos, dice la escritura, se burlaban. Some people said, you know, they would just laugh at them. 
Es importante recordar que la iglesia desde su nacimiento, hermanos, ha sido atacada. As we all know, and we should remember that since the very beginning, the church has always been attacked. Por gente que odia el evangelio. From people who hate the gospel. Y hoy no es diferente. And today it's no different. Entonces, uh, viendo Pedro todos estos comentarios, And of course, Peter seeing all of these uh, comments, decidió abrir su canal de YouTube y comenzar su primer podcast. He decided to, to create his own channel, his own YouTube channel, and start his first episode of his podcast. Y lo primero que comenzó a decirles fue, ellos no están borrachos. And of course, the first thing he livestream and said was, hey, these, uh, these followers, these people who have believed, you know, they're not on anything. Porque apenas son las nueve de la mañana. Because also today it's, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Sino que es el cumplimiento de la profecía dada por Joel. But it is instead the, the prophecy that Joel brought. Cuando dijo que el Espíritu Santo sería derramado sobre todos. That, you know, The Holy Spirit would be anointed upon everyone. It would be poured upon them. Entonces, Pedro da su primer post podcast o sermón. So, basically, Peter gives his first podcast or sermon. Y se convierte en tres mil personas. Of course, three thousand uh, people convert. En otras palabras, un éxito total. Basically, a total, a total success. Imagínate que en tu primer transmisión tienes tres mil suscriptores. Imagine that in your first stream, you know, your first message, you know, uh, 3,000 3, people subscribe to you. Eso convirtió a Pedro en un influyente. That basically made uh, Peter start becoming an influencer. Hoy mismo, para una persona común, eso es mucho, ¿verdad? Si yo, yo, yo trato de, de hacer un podcast, a lo mejor tres gentes aparecen. You know, that's, that's something for... for uh, The ordinary people for us, you know, something uh, basically marvelous. You know, if, if I were to uh, post something and, and try to get 3,000, I probably would get three. Pero en ese sermón, Pedro no solamente dio esa explicación, sino habló del ministerio de Jesucristo. But of course, he didn't just talk about what happened, but he also preached about the gospel of, of Jesus. Habló de su crucifixión y de su resurrección. Talked about his, his crucifixion and, of course, uh, his resurrection. Fue un mensaje poderoso que al escucharlo cambió sus vidas y ha cambiado las nuestras. And, of course, it was a very powerful message. a message that not only changed their lives, but keeps changing lives. It changes our lives. Es increíble, hermanos, como una crítica y los haters Llevaron a Pedro a hacer ese mejor sermón. It's amazing how the feedback, the criticism, the haters made uh, Peter create his best sermon. Entonces tenemos una oportunidad. So now we have an opportunity. ¿Verdad? ¿Alguien está atacando tu vida cristiana? Is someone, you know, attacking uh, your spiritual life, your Christian faith? Tienes una oportunidad. You have an opportunity. Hoy, hermanos, es un domingo para levantarnos y celebrar, como decía la pastora Nicole. Today is a time for us to rise up and, and do something, like Pastor Nicole said. Que aún en medio de la crítica, aún en medio del ataque y la prueba, podemos levantarnos. That even in the midst of all the attacks, we can rise. Porque el Espíritu de Dios está más presente hoy que nunca. Because the Spirit of God is more present now than ever. Y nada va a prevalecer con la iglesia, contra la iglesia. And nothing will, will be able to, to knock the church down. Hoy es un domingo para reconocer, hermanos, que si no fuera por el trabajo del Espíritu Santo, la iglesia ya no estaría aquí. And today is the time to know that without the Holy Spirit, you know, the church would not be here today. No es por nosotros. Because it's not because of us. Es el Espíritu de Dios que guía. It's the Holy Spirit that guides. Es el Espíritu de Dios que cuida y sostiene la iglesia. It's the Holy Spirit that, that sustains and keeps growing the church. Cada uno de nosotros podemos ser influyentes. All, every single one of us can be influencers. Y compartir ese mensaje a pesar de las críticas. 
and share that message even in the midst of those criticisms. Su Espíritu está con nosotros. The Holy Spirit, His Holy Spirit is with us. ¿Ya estás guardando la unidad? Are you keeping guard the unity? ¿Y estás oyendo ese viento que viene? Que está are you listening to that wind that's coming? Que está removiendo tal vez cosas en tu vida. That maybe it's changing things in your life, removing things. ¿Estás oyendo algunas críticas? Are you hearing some criticism? Acércate al Señor. Come closer to God. Entrégale tu vida a Él. Give your life to Him. Completa. Fully. Para que el Señor haga la obra que tiene que hacer so en ti. So He can do the, uh, the job and, of course, the work that He wants to do in your life. Este es el mejor domingo para hacerlo. This is the best Sunday to do it. El domingo de Pentecostés. Que el Señor purifique tu vida. The, the Sunday, the Sunday of Pentecostal, for him to change your life. Y que todo sea para la gloria y la honra de Dios. And of course, for everything to be in the glory and honor of, for God. Que el Señor nos bendiga, man. May God bless you all. Amen. Pastor Sonia, thank you for that beautiful message. And Isaac, thank you so much for helping us all to understand. Oh, beautiful. Touched my heart, Pastor Sonia. Thank you so much. Um, what a beautiful, glorious day. Um, I just look out. I can actually see everyone now. And I just love to see all of us together. I appreciate Pastor Sonia talking about unity. Um, it's near and dear to my heart. I think that uh, we do see a lot of division in the church, a lot of division among Christians, and I do think that uh, we do need to lean closer into the Holy Spirit so that we can overcome those divisions, so that we can stay as one. Jesus prayed, may they be one as Father, you and I are one. Um, and so my prayer is that we would continue to be a unified church, uh, not allowing anything to divide us. And um, this morning, my prayer is that we would be open to how the Holy Spirit wants to draw near to uh, to to cleanse our hearts, and to make us more like Christ. So would you pray that prayer with me this morning? God, as we spend these next few moments reflecting and opening up our hearts to, um, to how you might want to draw near, how we might respond, Holy Spirit, as we are going to sing, you are welcome here. Holy Spirit, we invite you to, to dwell in this room, to be with us, to move in a powerful way in our hearts. Holy Spirit, whatever it is that might be separating us from a, a, a life that is completely rooted in Christ, from a life that has been freed from the grips and the power of sin. Holy Spirit, would you just awaken our hearts, help us to see those realities and help us to give our hearts completely to you. God, we praise you and we celebrate what you have done through your church. God, it's incredible to to think about the strength of your church. And, and as Pastor Sonia was preaching, I was thinking about what Jesus said to Peter, that on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And it's beautiful to see Peter stand up and give this incredible sermon. And I have to wonder if he thought about those words, remembering what Jesus said. And so, Jesus, we invite you to help us to lean into that power that we have, that you have given us through the power of the Holy Spirit. We are an emboldened church. And may we lean, lean into that. May we live that out every day. This morning, we want more of you, Holy Spirit. Would you fall on us? Would you come in a fresh, new, and powerful way? You are welcome here. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
this together. You can stand if you're able. I'll give you a, a little bit of preemption here again. <clears throat> We're going to sing this. It says, Santo Espiritu, Vinhoi aquí, Enun danos, queremos más de ti. Tu gloria Dios, hoy analamos ver. Ven y llename con tu presencia Dios. Queremos más de tu amor y tu presencia. Revelanos más y más de tu gloria. Let's sing this together. Presence. 
dismiss you. I'm going to put Pastor Sonia on the spot. Can I invite you to come and share in giving a benediction with everyone? I know we didn't talk about that ahead of time, but I thought I want to do that together, not by ourselves. So brothers and sisters in Christ, may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit as you leave this place. Amados hermanos, que el Señor les bendiga y les guarde y que su presencia vaya con cada uno de ustedes. Go in his peace. You are dismissed. Have a wonderful day. Vayan en paz. El Señor está con ustedes. Amén.